What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fit for Life with Julie and Ross podcast. Hey, everyone. Today, I'm excited as always with this one because we are doing three mistakes we made while trying to lose fat. Ross, I feel like we've been on our fitness journey for a while. So, how should we even start this? What's number one? What's the one of the mistakes you made? Oh, so many, but I feel like the first one I made was an over reliance on exercise, thinking that. You know, you could just do lots of exercise and that would get you to your, your fat loss goal. And I'm sure anyone who's listened to this and has tried that will find that perhaps, yeah, increasing your movement might work for a little bit, but it definitely doesn't get you just you know, all the way to your goal. So that was one of my my big mistakes to start off with. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I feel like something that often happens when someone wants to lose fat is they'll Google, you know, how to lose fat or what exercise should I do to lose fat? And people usually assume that it's something like running or cardio is going to be the thing that's going to help you lose fat. So when I started out, all I did was biking. Like I just did not like running. I tried running. It didn't work for me. So I swapped to biking and I would set these biking targets when I go into the gym of like biking 20 kilometers as fast as I could. And this is when I was like in high school. And then when I got to university, university I started lifting weights but I still focused so much on cardio at the start and anytime I wanted to lose fat I'd really focus on the cardio like the exercise side I just completely ignored nutrition yeah I do the same and I think I started running uh, I, hate, <laughs> I hate running as well so it's not yeah. like I was doing something that I actually enjoyed and um, I still kept up with my weight training and stuff like that but I added in a ton of running and like I got real fit but yeah, it, it didn't work as well as I was hoping it was going to work. Yeah, I think a lot of people assume that running is the thing that's going to get them to lose fat. I don't know, maybe it's some kind of an idea that you're like running the fat off. Uh, that's something my mum would probably say. But when it comes to fat loss, obviously we do need to focus on nutrition. And I can definitely relate to that and saying that, yeah, I focus so much on the exercise. And just to, to be honest, I was just clueless when I started out. And one thing I noticed is when I did start working out, I got more hungry. I started lifting weights and then I got this idea in my head of, oh, well, I work out, I can eat more. So then I'd be working out, I'd be getting hungry because I was working out for a while and then I'd eat more. So if anything, I actually found that I ended up gaining weight. (laughs) And look, we're not saying that exercise is not great for helping with weight loss. What we're saying here is that, you know, we wish we knew that it wasn't um, the only thing that we needed to be doing. Like we needed to be looking after our nutrition and all that sort of good stuff as well. And absolutely keeping your exercise levels at a decent level is really great for that energy output and calorie burn. You just don't need to be killing yourself as much as uh, you sometimes think you need to with your cardio and things like that. Yeah, definitely. I'd find like focusing on exercise of anything, I'd end up actually overtraining. So I'd end up trying to go to the gym twice or trying to go for a run in the middle of the day. And like Ross, I also did not like running. I still don't like running. The only time I'll ever run is if I'm running late. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. awesome. Okay, number two, I would say skipping meals and then overeating. This is something that I really struggled with. I'd have this idea in my head that, oh, you know, I'll just skip breakfast and then I'll have lunch and dinner and then it'll be better because I'm eating less. 
but then I'd just be more hungry because I skipped a meal. So it might mean that maybe I was going to skip lunch, but then come dinner time, I'd be so hungry, I'd overconsume. And I actually would have been better off spacing my meals out across the day and having nice balanced meals and feeling, you know, satiated throughout the day as opposed to, you know, under eating and then overeating excessively. Have you ever had any struggles with your meal timings or anything? Or I think you've been pretty good with nutrition. Yeah, but... I haven't really struggled with that, but I do know I have I've talked to people in the past who have tried like one meal a day or they just, yeah, don't, don't feel hungry in the morning or even ready for lunchtime, but still struggle with weight loss or with calorie consumption by eating one meal? Have you had any experience with people reaching out to you about that? Yeah, I think sometimes people get into the habit of certain things. Like at the end of the day, when people say things like, oh, you know, I only eat one meal a day. I've, I've done this for, you know, the past year. It's a, it's a real learned habit because our bodies aren't really, I would say now designed to have just one meal a day, especially if your goal is fat loss, it would be so much better off if you actually spaced your meals out across the day. Along with that, you know, spacing your protein out across the day to help with muscle protein synthesis. But that's going to be something that you actually have to build into a habit, like, you know, structuring your meals out. How many meals are you going to have each day, right? Roughly what time are you going to eat your meals? I feel like that helps a lot with energy levels. It helps with your body getting into that routine of structuring your meals. It helps with digestion and it helps with satiation too. So I do think if you're someone that's only used to having, you know, one meal a day or you're used to following some certain fasting protocols, but you're not getting the results that you want, it's really going to be important that you actually look at how many calories you're consuming as opposed to, you know, just focusing on having one meal a day. Yeah. And it's also really hard to meet your health guidelines of one meal too, right? Like if we're supposed to be having five plus a day and that's you know quite standard recommendations across all the governing nutrition bodies across the world, it's pretty hard to eat five serves of vegetables or fruit in one <laughs> meal. Like That would be a huge meal. Yeah, definitely. And I also think the choices you would make after not eating for a whole day and then trying to fit everything into one meal probably wouldn't be the best option. Like I know if I leave myself too hungry for too long, sometimes I just cave and have the first thing that's in front of me, whether that's like a chocolate bar or whatever. So I do think it is really important. Just have some structure around nutrition. I wish that when I started out, I had a better plan in terms of, you know, what my goal is, what foods I'm going to eat, what times I'm going to eat, how many meals to eat, and then have that all factored into how many calories I actually need in order to lose fat. So yeah, moving on to number three, what what would be the third thing you struggled with when trying to lose fat? Oh, this would, this would be my favorite one. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't really understand nutrition when I first started out and I just went straight for clean eating. So I just... You know, I'd go and have all the standard things like I'd have sweet potato and chicken and broccoli and all these different things and yeah I, I, I lost a, a bit of weight I lost a bit of bit of body fat uh, sort of dropped down from that you know near 100 kilo range to 92 93 so like wow. I managed to lose six or seven kilos from where I where I started by um, adding in all that extra cardio and eating a bit cleaner but I was so strict to the point where you know I just didn't I didn't include any treats really oh, wow. it was like you know I'd have the occasional cheap meal or something like that, but I just didn't really understand that you can fit things within moderation. I didn't understand the difference between different macros. I would 
probably get more than enough protein in. I was like maybe an over-reliance, over-focus on protein. And protein is important, of course, and getting the adequate amounts really helps. But I think I was overdoing it. How do you get the idea of, you know, quote mark, I'm using quote fingers here, clean eating? Like, where did that even come from? Yeah, I used to get all the old muscle and fitness magazines, you know, like the ones of like Jay Cutler and stuff like that on the front. And to be honest, when I was younger, um, when I was, you know, sort of hit in that, in that, I guess, 19, 20 range, I was a bit naive and thought that you could get to that sort of point naturally without using steroids or anything like that. So <laughs> I, um, yeah, I used to think clean eating was, was going to you know, get, get me to this jacked rip physique wow. without even focusing on um, macros or calories or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was me starting out. But like I said, I managed to get started and look, um, yeah, I, I did, got some progress. I just, I just plateaued after a while and it was a little while later where knowledge around macros and uh, all that sort of stuff started coming out, which is really showing my age. Yeah, for those of you that don't know who Jay Cutler is, uh, if you Google him, you'll get an understanding of what he looks like. But Four-time um, Mr. Olympia. It, it's uh, assumed that he's probably not getting to that level of a physique by just eating some chicken, broccoli and sweet potato, but... You know, I'll let, I'll let you decide when you see the photos. But anyway, this also might show a little bit of age from both Ross and I because I obviously wasn't buying any fitness magazines. I feel like by the time I was in Does the they even gym, still sell magazines? Is that a thing? I, I don't think magazines are really a thing. But um, the thing that I was on was bodybuilding.com. This was when I was going to the, the gym. Forums? Yeah, the forums. It was like the holy grail. There used to be. It's not free anymore, but there used to be free workouts and free meal plans. And when I tell you these meal plans, they were what you would call um, bro diet. So it would be tilapia. So whatever white fish you have, it would be white fish, egg whites, broccoli, oats, sweet potato, and that would be all you'd eat. And so that's kind of the definition of clean eating. And that was all the rage amongst all the fitness people on the bodybuilding.com website. Every fit person online was talking about this kind of extremely restricted diet that they had. And so I went through this really bad phase of cutting out whole food groups where I would literally get a couple of broccolis. I take them to my university hall kitchen stuff and I ask them to steam my broccoli for me. I ask them to boil my eggs for me because they had, you know, big cookers to do all of this. And then for the week, I would just be eating the egg whites and broccoli, maybe some oats, uh, maybe some sweet potato, rice cakes, tin tuna, very university diet. Um, a cheap, you know, bodybuilding type diet. And it was fine, but I would only last about three or four days on it. And then come Friday, I'd be ready to, you know, have that, like Ross said, cheat meal. And that cheat meal would turn into a cheat weekend, which would then result in me on a Sunday saying, oh, it's okay, diet starts tomorrow. So this would repeat pretty much every week until I met Ross at university. I was probably still going through that kind of cycle. I met Ross at university and he had obviously already studied at university. He knew a lot more by this point in his life. And he actually was the one that got me onto calorie counting and understanding what I was putting into my body and taught me a lot more about if it fits your macros. But when both of us started, if it fits your macros and being able to fit in, you know, soul foods that you enjoy, such as chocolate or biscuits or even bread and things like that. Yeah, just, no bread. Yeah, no bread. Definitely <laughs> no bread. You can't be having that. Yeah. So there were all these things back then when we started that just weren't, you know, out in public knowledge I felt like it was very restricted when we both started out but now thankfully you know there's so much more 
Um, research out about it. There's so many people out there putting out good information and showing you that, yes, you can eat bread and pasta. You can have a chocolate bar. You can have ice cream and still achieve your goals. And it's actually really important that you don't label foods as clean, bad, um, you know, good, unhealthy, this and that. Because at the end of the day, when, when we're just speaking about fat loss, you can actually eat a variety of foods that you enjoy and you don't have to just stick to these labeled clean foods. And another thing I would like to say to my younger self is that I was eating things like peanut butter, avocado, salmon, all three are super high in fat, but they were labeled as healthy in all these bodybuilding forums. And so I would eat these foods without realizing that obviously fat is higher in calories. So even though I thought I was eating quote mark healthy food, I still wasn't eating in a deficit. And if anything, I'd be gaining weight because I was eating so much peanut butter each day, like copious amounts. So yeah, yeah, it's a throwback. The bodybuilding forums, that, that was, that's like pre-Instagram days, pre-social yeah. media days. That's where you would go and They'd have like your top uh, top twenty contributors or something like that, and you'd like read about what they're doing and things like things like that. So this is before my fitness power and all these awesome tools that we have now. I mean, yeah. back in the day, I used to when I started learning macros, I'd have spreadsheets to to work out all the macros. You'd actually have to look up um, like the nutritional content of of the foods you're gonna eat, for example, and have to put them into a bit of a spreadsheet to work out. Macro guides. So. It's so much easier now. <laughs> it is. So it is so much easier now. You can you can research into calorie deficits, protein targets, all that sort of stuff, and fit foods within um, your your goals without going too restrictive. Of course, most of the time you might need to make a few uh, food choice changes. But it doesn't need to be as restricted as what we did when we started out. Yeah, definitely. I think nowadays you can, you know, reach for lower calorie alternatives as you get into a shred as well, which makes it a lot easier because there are those foods out there now. Um, before we wrap up, I thought I would put both of us on the spot and say, what is one thing you would, you know, say to your younger self that wants to lose fat? Throw you on the spot. Is oh, there... learn to track macros. <laughs> yeah. that'd, that'd be the that'd be the number one thing that I would I would want to teach my younger self now there's so many resources out there as well um but yeah definitely i, I think learn to track macros would help speed my results up a million times faster i i think me too that would be something that would have helped me far earlier on but i also found that i didn't really get the results that i wanted until i reached out for help and actually got a coach in place so i've always said this well before i started fit within julie the number one thing i would recommend anyone is to get a coach because it truly truly takes out all that guesswork but back then like i said they just weren't people I could reach out to for help. So back then it was kind of the bodybuilding.com website and other Googles and things like that. But nowadays, you know, there's so much information out there to help you. And yeah, the two things I wish I had was a coach from day one, as well as a coach that would, you know, educate me on nutrition in order to learn how to track calories and fit in foods that I enjoy. I think those are the two things that would have absolutely excelled me and I'd be way further ahead than I am right now. Yeah, totally. That is be a massive help. Um, but if you're looking for a bit of a laugh, go check out the bodybuilding forums. They're probably still available. We can have a bit of a read and a bit of a scroll to see what we're talking about. <laughs> That's how I used to get my information. Awesome. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next podcast. See you later.